Give the secret handshake. Check your cloaks and remove your tinfoil hats. This is the Illuminati Social Club. The podcast you don't want they to know about. This is bullshit. This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The producer's purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only ones to the mysteries we will examine. Welcome to Illuminati Social Club and uh, the the project I have been wanting to do for quite a while. <laughs> um, I am well. We we are doing um, in search of the uh, the 1970s and into the 80s uh, TV series uh, hosted by Leonard Nimoy and. The we that uh, I am referring to, uh, frequent co-host on Smooth Sailing, uh, fill-in for Jason, and host of now, uh, it's the 16th Precinct podcast? No, so you're getting your SVU and your and your Law uh, and Order confused. It's the 27th <laughs> Precinct. <laughs> the 27th Precinct. Um, Mr. Oliver Rockside. Oliver, hey, how's oh. it going? I'm good, Jason. Thanks very much for good. having me. Thanks for being on. And uh, we have a, a newcomer to the podcasting world, I think. Uh, on Twitter, he is Doc Plinko. He is a, uh, you, are, you are a professor of English and Cultural Studies at, in uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia. I am. And it's uh, Doc Plinko. Doc Plinko. Pinko. Nope. Pinko. Pinko. Oh, that's Pinko right. Pinko Kami. Pinko Kami. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Your name is Steve, correct? Yep, Steve yes. Pudrick. All righty. So, yeah, I mentioned uh, a while back that I wanted to do um, the In Search of Commentaries. Well, not really commentary track, but discussion track. Um, we're not going to actually be watching the show while we, you know, while we discuss it, because that would just be stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I will uh, in the show notes. I will leave a link to the YouTube video of the episode uh, early on, like for the first like four or five seasons. I think it is. Um, you can have, you can see the whole episode in its entirety in one video. But like the later seasons, which I think were uploaded separately, are two separate videos. But that's not important right now. Um, but yeah, I've been wanting to do this. Uh, this series just because I remember the show so well and it was so I remember being fascinated by it as a kid and then like I watched an episode on YouTube and I was just like oh my god what am I thinking what was I thinking as a kid <laughs> it's true it, it's it's so true so Oliver mentioned uh, you you mentioned uh, when I was up at MMPR uh, that you were really interested in doing this show. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm fascinated by it. And, and, and Steve mentions on Twitter the other day that you just bought the entire DVD set for like twenty bucks on Amazon. It's true. It's true. It hasn't arrived yet, so I had to watch the first episodes on YouTube. But it's on the way. All right. You're, you're gonna have to let us know if there's like special features or anything. And certainly. certainly. <laughs> um. So yeah, we so we watched the first episode, uh, which is called "Other Voices," and it 
it's not about ghosts or anything like that. It's about plants. Oh, the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 to be fair, it's not just about plants. It's about yogurt as well. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. And as we'll find out, if you if you saw on the Illuminati, uh, the Illuminati Social Club Twitter account, I mentioned a little uh, uh, teaser for this sentient yogurt. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say that they. Sh- the other title instead of other voices could have been "When Hippies Have Nothing to Do," <laughs> or "When Yo- When When Yogurt Gets Miffed." <laughs> Say so we start. We start off with um, oh, was uh, Marcel Vogel, who is a research chemist, but he studies plants. And we're we're gonna find a whole lot, you know, throughout the probably throughout this entire series, you're gonna hear about people, you know, being introduced as one thing and yet they're not what they seem. No, that's so, very true. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, Marcel Vogel was uh oh, what was he was the one who believed that, you know, you can feel the energy off of plants and there was a really funny line in there about, you know, kid, kids are, you know, not skeptical. Ah, oh, yes, that's very good. Yeah, that <laughs> was like. That, so basically what you're doing already is preaching a religion. Yes. It, 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 it's like <laughs> kids, kids will believe anything. So there's your basis for Catholic school. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, we're, we're already we're two minutes in and we're already into very, very dubious territory. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember cause I, I watched it last night and I started watching a little bit of it today again. And, uh, I, I am forgetting everything that he said, which means, you know, it must've been really memorable. Well, he started talking about green thumbs and brown thumbs. Like oh. it was, you know, team Edward versus team Jacob. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was like ridiculous right from the get, um, because, you know, apparently we have to define ourselves as green thumbs as nice people and brown thumbs is giving off some kind of bad energy towards your rhododendron. It's it's like, Oh God. Uh, if we only listen to the plants, they could tell us stories. Oh, Oh yes. That was the other thing he said that, that, that if we learned the language of the plants, they could tell us stories. Like the neighbor's dog peed on me. What, what kind of stories? <laughs> Well, there, there was the bit at the end, and this might be getting a little bit too too far, where Leonard Nimoy suggests that if you've ever had a feeling that something bad has happened to somebody you loved, and that it happened, that might be the plants telling you this story. Hmm. Because oh they, are, they, they, they are empathically get in tune with what is happening to your loved well, somebody, one. Somebody call Miss Cleo. This is, a, <laughs> this is a Psychic Friends Network right off the bat. Yeah, plants I told you. Hard... I told you, Jason, I was going to be snarky. Oh, go! No, no, no that's <laughs> not a problem at all. Uh, plants have a heartbeat, uh, despite uh, not having a heart, or pretty much any other like organs. You know, they have organelles. They, you know, they're they're <laughs> they're plants. <laughs> well, okay, I'm not a scientist. I'll right. just throw that out there right from the get. Yeah. Um, but. Plants, like all 
living things give off an energy signature. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what photosynthesis is. Yes, is it's taking energy, it's dividing energy and turning it into something else. Right. So of course they would have an uh, an energy signature. Mm-hmm. I, I think what they're trying to postulate in this episode is that somehow plants a have a brain, mm-hmm. b have a heart, and the most stunning thing is is they either have feelings. <laughs> or directed by by the, the the woman who's you know putting classical music versus I love this acid rock acid rock apparently, yes apparently they have taste as well <laughs> <laughs> no kiss fans among the plant world <laughs> apparently not <laughs> I mean first off Jason. Is it just me or does Le- Leonard Nimoy look about 80 in this? <laughs> I think he was smoking way too many cigarettes at that point. I, I mean, he must have been about 40 at this point, 45. Something like that. Oh, my God. He looks like he's in his, his early hundreds. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> one, one of my favorite things about this, uh, you know, and just watching these shows is just the, the amount of assumptions that you have to make right off the bat yeah Yeah. can plants hear let's let's assume they do now how do they hear well you 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 know you're just you're telling us you know you're asking us if they can hear and then you're wondering how they hear it's like they no they don't hear (laughs) or you know we haven't established the fact that they don't hear and it, uh, I mean, this is just, yeah, the show, the show is a blast. I mean, it it well, is just such a, I thought this was a, I thought this was a Penn and Teller skit to be, to, to, to be honest with you. Uh, if you've ever seen their, their one on Feng Shui, uh, oh, on, on, I don't know if, if you've ever seen uh, the series bull, bull, you know, Bullshit, what? yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll accept that. It's fantastic, okay, and that's what they do. And this is this is one of the things that I find is is first off, can we just talk about Professor Comover? Oh God, okay, <laughs> Professor Comover, version number one. Yes, there's going to be another Professor <laughs> Comover. <laughs> this Professor Comover wearing an ascot, by the way, which mm-hmm. I just love. Hello, seventies. <laughs> seems to be doing this self-fulfilling prophecy that that a lot of people in this field and I can I can almost guarantee you that his kids became naturopaths I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm almost positive um, that he brings up these questions without any possible uh, answer attached to them so mm-hmm. all he's just doing is questions 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 and then expecting us as as intellectual ten year olds, which is what what this series. This is why I loved it when it was ten, because it seems to be based upon that. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, questions, but with no answers. Mm-hmm. There's no answers whatsoever. Mm-hmm. In the experiment where they had the speakers, you mm-hmm. know, from once, could it just have been uh, a positive or negative ion charge coming from the speakers that did this? Possibly. Like, could it be? Could it be something else? This is not even investigated. No, it's just that you know, plants love Schubert. Plants hate Deep Purple. <laughs> it, it, 
<laughs> that was, and so the question is, why is it? And then they just let leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Come to your own conclusion. Well, isn't the basis of scientific hypothesis that you actually prove or disprove the question? Yes. I mean, there has to be an answer, whether it's false or or true. Mm-hmm. I mean, Steve, you're the you're the you're the you're the university uh, professor here. Is, yeah. I know science is not your expertise, no, but but is that not the basis of the scientific method? Yes. Well, the, the sci- basis basis of the scientific method method is also letting other people come to the same conclusions. So I do an experiment. I find a conclusion. Jason does an experiment. He comes to the same conclusion. Then you do it, and you come to the same conclusion, and there's some scientific truth. Mm-hmm. So, so there has there has to be a, a an element um, an element of, uh, of repeatability. Uh, yeah, repeatability. Thank you. Right. Yeah, a repeatability, and there was none of that in here at all. No. I mean, you know, um, what what I, what I picked up on is is they kind of took ideas that we kind of already half believed and then ran with them like the idea like it's been around for a long time that people talk to the plants mm-hmm. and it's like being talked to and they seemed mm-hmm. like they started from the idea that people already believe this so therefore we're, we're already half we've already halfway convinced them Right. And so so none of this stuff has to has to be there because they began with a belief that is already there and then you stretch it. And well, if, if, you know, plants, you talk to plants, well, surely they they must listen. They must be able to hear you. They must have some kind of knowledge of language or something like that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other thing that I, kind of struck me, Jason, was is that um we're going to get to the yogurt, which is hilarious. Okay. Oh, that's that's like the big grand finale of this, I know. Of, of this entire episode. But they use a lie detector in it's, this. And this is, well, two points. It's so 70s. It, it, it's, we've, we've, basically science has just proven that a lie detector works. Mm-hmm. You can, you can beat a lie detector left, right, and center. I think everybody who's, who's read, read any kind of true crime or knows anything about, about this kind of system knows how to beat it. Mm-hmm. But this, this subject is such a reflection of the seventies as well. Oh yeah. And, you know, I make hippie jokes, but this really was the kind of the leftovers of the hippie movement mm-hmm. when they kind of run out of things to do because it was very, the seventies was a very time. Remember Est? remember Werner Earhart? Hmm. All these new religions like mm-hmm. Scientology and uh, love bombing and, and uh, cult deprogramming and all this kind of stuff came up in the 70s. And this was really, I think, one of the births of New Age is this talking mm-hmm. to plants idea um, is that, you know, inanimate objects or, you know, <laughs> you know, Animal, animal, vegetable, mineral, you know, is when the New Age people decided to dump the animal part and went to went to minerals and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, I think in a lot of ways, all this talking to plant stuff really was the beginning of the New Age movement. And it was perfect timing. Oh, yeah. Uh, you had the guy who um, he was shocking plants uh, on onto film. And then saying, "Oh, look! They're you know the the plants are are displaying energy." Uh, no, plant leaves, 
plant leaves have water in them and water conducts electricity. When you shock a leaf on a piece of film, you're going to see the electricity going through the, uh, the veins of the leaf. Yeah, we need John Meadows for this one because yes. we need we need a photographic uh, expertise here. But but that makes perfect sense what you just explained. It, <laughs> it's called uh, Curlian photography. K I R yeah K I R L I A N photography, which is a real thing. I'm it's it, it got really picked up by the New Age movement and by a lot of the the woo people who <laughs> you know who. Like aura photography and stuff oh, right, like that. Right. Well, Marcel Vogel um, picked, went into the crystal business. <laughs> I'm... After this, he, he went. He went into sort of the idea that crystal has healing powers and that kind of stuff. Oh, Kel Surprise. <laughs> yes. I, I am completely and utterly shocked by that <laughs> revelation. <laughs> You thought he was a real scientist, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. So now we move on to Cleve Baxter. And if you've watched the Mythbusters, they busted Oh, hold him. on. Hold, hold on, Jason. Oh, okay, okay. We forgot about poor Kay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Poor Kay, who got the short straw and had her fingers, you know, lit open. Yeah, oh. apparently, apparently this new religion involves self-mutilation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Poor Kay. Oh, yeah. Poor Kay. Yeah, she's, she was a 70s version of an intern, obviously. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, she, she she was the one who, you know, she was there with Cleve Baxter when he did his uh, revolutionary plant lie detector test. Oh, yes. I can't wait for this. <laughs> so, first of all, you, you get to where, you know, he's introducing this experiment. And he's got the plant. It's sitting on a desk right next to him. And he's showing the, the, the lie detector. And he says, we're only using a third of this, the galvanic, uh, the galvanic uh, skin response. And we turn the sensitivity way up and we attach it to the plant. Which, I remind you, is sitting right next to him on a desk. It's not like behind glass. It's not behind any kind of barrier, you know, to, oh, let's, let's say just eliminate the idea of wind <laughs> or any type <laughs> of breeze, errant breezes in the room. So did Mythbusters yeah. do something on this? Yes. Yes, they oh. did. Okay. Uh, they, it... they put the plant into a box trailer. They they mm -hmm. have like they had like this it was like a uh, like like a box trailer. It was mm -hmm. or a storage container. They cut a hole in for a window and they, they put like ballistic glass in there. So I mean they eliminated, you know, being next to the plant. Right. So they used, you know, they pretty much did this isolated and they got no response out of the plant shockingly <laughs> didn't mythbusters do a thing where they where they did the the scene from arena uh, sorry i'm star trek nerding out now where, uh, he, where where kirk built the 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 weapon out of diamonds uh, oh the gorn the gorn cannon 
Yeah, the Gorn Cannon. Did they? They did. They did. They tried that. Didn't mm-hmm. they? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, do, I'm yes. sorry. I, I'm nerding out. Sorry. <laughs> so. Yeah, he's he's sitting there. Um, oh, oh, and yes, in my notes, I have cutting the poor woman's hand. Yeah, uh, that was Kay. Yeah, yeah, Kay Hoffman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's sitting there next to the plant. He first starts off, you know, cutting himself with with a plant. Very emo of him. <laughs> <laughs> and and then he assumes that the the plant. Well, the plant's used to this. You know, I've done this a thousand <laughs> times before, so the plant must be used to this. How about we use this intern here? Which I'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> oh my god. I, I, I hope he used the, a sterile blade. Yeah, I could just see the plant going across for attention, <laughs> straight on for results. <laughs> so, so then he gets this reaction, which you know could have been, yeah, you know, the the woman exhaling and you know, hitting the plant, or the cameraman in the room hitting the plant. You know, with with his breath. <laughs> I mean, oh. no, it's no, there's no scientific, there's no scientific uh, standards. No, met <laughs> in any of this. That's what makes it hilarious. Well, not, not only that, in his own experiment, he showed that he couldn't repeat it because it didn't mm-hmm. work. It's true. Second yeah. time. And, and, oh, it's it's just because I'm I'm doing it so often the plant's used to it. The plant knows yeah. that I'm constantly <laughs> hurting myself. That was his explanation. The the plant's the the plant's just wishing he'd off himself already. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I looked up Cleve Baxter, and he you know he he was one of the pioneers in the uh, the the polygraph. Uh, technology, which okay, I'll give him that. You know, early on that was, and yes, it's been disproven now. Um, but no scientist has been able to re- replicate his results uh, with the the plant and polygraph experiment, which again I say is shocking. It is. I'm stunned yeah. over here. <laughs> Apparently. So, uh, Baxter was also with the CIA. Hmm. He was part of their interrogation. I did a little research on him too, and he apparently was with the er, the CIA in their early interrogation techniques. Hmm. Which is probably why he got uh, poor K. Hoffman to uh, allow him to cut her. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm just thinking. Was was K. a communist sympathizer? Was was yes. you know? Was she secretly a K. Gitmo? I don't know. K. I. I have information on you. You're going to sit yeah. in this chair and let me cut you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so then he, he naturally assumes, well, since plants have feelings, well, yogurt should have feelings too. <laughs> well, they're both alive. It's impeccable, impeccable logic. They're both alive. So therefore, <laughs> oh my God. There's bacteria in yogurt, and bacteria is alive. Mm-hmm. Try disproving that. <laughs> <laughs> by, by the way, no scientist has been able to replicate that. So apparently, he puts the well, he puts the the 
the electrodes from the yogurt or from the, the from the yogurt uh, from the polygraph into the yogurt into a vial of yogurt, and then he proceeds to torture more yogurt. <laughs> That's what by, I got from it, right? By, by Is... putting antibiotics in one of them, <laughs> and then um, milk. Uh, he adds milk to the other one. <laughs> And the other yogurt gets jealous. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> First off, I don't know much about antibiotics, mm-hmm. but don't antibiotics take a little while to work? I, I think so, yes. So it wouldn't have killed it. it. It wouldn't have killed the bacteria instantly, no? No, no, that's why you have to take it for like 10 days. Yeah. Is to kill the bacteria. But it's when the it's it's when the milk goes in and the other and the other yogurt gets miffed that the, it's like oh god this is hilarious. Uh, so there was no result. There was no change when the antibiotic went in. No. But there was a change when in one beaker when the milk went in the other beaker. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Just so I got it straight. And 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 I highly doubt it would have had anything to do like when he set. The, the beaker back down on the table and vibrated everything and made the you know the the polygraph jump uh that, that absolutely positively could not have been the the case but okay I'm, I'm asking I'm not being snide here I'm actually asking a question sure what does that what was that supposed to prove I'm still a little mis I'm still a little quizzical on what he was trying to prove uh, apparently that all life is symbiotic. You know that that all life lives in symbiosis with one of with one another. So you know a plant would would be empathetic to the pain of yogurt or a human. Okay, I get it now. I, I that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that sentence. <laughs> but the other thing Jason has to be asked is what benefit. Okay, let's 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 assume all of this is correct. Okay. Let's assume that plants have feelings and yogurt gets jealous and all this kind of stuff. What 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 does this actually mean in the real world? That we should not be vegetarians? That that you know probiotic yogurt is somehow a Frankenstein yogurt? I don't you know that I don't know. It's, I don't know it's what gonna, I, it's going to take over the world. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the real world applications of all of this theory was. That's what I don't get. Well, well I, th- I think that's why it came went for the whole new age stuff because then it's that sort of idea that there's a spirit that runs through. I mean, it's not new to the new age, but there's this spirit of life that runs through everything that mm-hmm. connects us to our yogurt, that connects us to the plants, that connects us to all the other living things. And so that, it's a that's religion. Just, it's a religion. religion. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what it sounds like to me. But 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 I think they're trying to base it on science. They're trying to religion and science cannot coexist. (laughs) They're they're trying to base it around mumbo jumbo that sounds scientific, so that it lends it some credibility to somebody who doesn't know how to see through the mumbo jumbo that they they keep spouting for no reason whatsoever. It's true, but Jason, I guarantee you that Professor Comover Number One, his 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 daughter, thirty years later, was telling somebody that I of Newt would cure cancer. I I 
swear that would be true. <laughs> oh Lord! So have we have we exhausted this one? Have we well, come the to yogurt, any the yogurt's exhausted. I don't know yes. about anybody else. <laughs> yes, there's a cup of yogurt on my desk right now, and it has just died of boredom. Uh... <laughs> one of the things I like, and I'll, I'll just, I'll, I, I won't last too, keep us too long, but um, I always like the because I'm I do English. I pick up mm-hmm. on the phrases, the way people say things, mm-hmm. and you, you 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 got things like we can only conclude this. <laughs> Right, right. Like, like the plant doesn't like acid rock. We can only con- conclude from this that, oh, yeah. you know, and, and it's like, well, yeah, there are other things you can conclude from that. But it's just <laughs> the, the way they phrased it. And even Leonard Nimoy himself in some of the, his voiceovers, you know, mm-hmm. it led you to the, the language itself that they spoke, led you to the conclusions that they wanted to lead you to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is. Uh, and I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to make a serious prediction. We're going to see a hell of a lot more of this throughout the series. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right. What was that? It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, just as we end, uh, yes. Jason, can I just do a shout out? Sure. Okay. Moon pies are the greatest thing ever invented. Heavy, I don't know what Heavy D is talking about. I'm sorry, I'm done. Well, these, these are vanilla moon pies. Oh, so. she's got to go bananas. Banana are fantastic. Okay. I, I will. Well, she'll hear sorry. this. She'll hear that. And, you know, she will. Uh, there is nothing like a gas station them. coffee and a moon pie at 3 a.m. on the I-75. It is fantastic. <laughs> Context is everything. Yes. So, real, real quick here, uh, Oliver, tell people where they can find you out there on the interwebs. Uh, you can find me at Oliver Rockside on Twitter. You can also uh, join me and my co-host Aaron White on our new project, which is reviewing all 20 seasons of Law & Order. You can find that at the27thprecinct.com and uh, also on iTunes and Stitcher. It's up there now as the introductory episode. Excellent. Steve, where can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Doc Pinko, D-O-C-P-I-N-K-O. Yes, not not like I say it, and I'm no, not going to say Pinko. it again to confuse people. No, no, no there will Bob, be links. No, no Bob Barker was involved. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can find me at AlienCG on Twitter, AlienCG.com slash ISC for the Illuminati Social Club. And follow this podcast on Twitter at IlluminatiPod. Links will be in the show notes. Next episode will be episode two, season one, episode two, Strange Visitors. Have a good week, everyone. Toodles, kids. See ya.